0: hello everyone welcome back to the football roundtable the place where you can find all things premier league with a splash of champions league talk as well remember to click that follow button on our spotify page and make sure to check out my new football blog topflightfootball.net i appreciate all the support on today's episode we'll be covering klopp versus pep and we'll decide what the bait on that is my friend and my guest nick venia say hi
1: hello what's up
0: he joins me today. He's a, coll- he's a collegiate athlete at Washington Adventist University. He plays soccer there, football. We're going to go through some news around the world, and I'm going to ask Nick some questions about the clubs that he supports and the players that he likes. So, glad to have you here. I just figured out a way that we can have guests on the podcast during this quarantine. It really sucks the situation that we're in, but I'm glad that I found this resource. We're currently on a Skype call, and uh, Nick,
1: that, that was, was kind of hard to set up.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty hard to set up, but it's uh, good to hear from you, my man. It's been a while.
1: Yeah, it's been a while, but uh, here we are.
0: You know, talking back about from, football. Yeah, back from soccer class and sophomore year. Soccer class. Yeah.
1: yeah. Our debates during high school, those were always yeah. great.
0: Yeah, at the lunch table. But yeah. for now, we're recording this podcast. I'm so glad that we're in the situation. But to start us off... I uh, I always have different ideas about this. I asked my brother on a past episode about what they thought about Klopp versus Pep. Because although Pep wins a lot, I think there is a debate for this. And I think if you look at it in about two or three years, look at it back, there could be some different answers. So I'm curious about what, how you feel about this. Klopp versus Pep.
1: I mean, me being a Barca fan, I'm just all like, I'm all for Pep. I just think he his tactic tactics are just amazing. Just the four four three three he runs, just like everything about it. It's perfect and it works. It clearly when it he brought it over to England, like it was just it didn't work the first season, but then like you always need that first season to figure things out as a manager. But like after the second season, that's when it just like was amazing. And yeah. but now We can like we see like Klopp to his style because I love Klopp. I think he's an amazing manager. Don't get me wrong; I have all the respect for him in the world. But I just feel like as like a manager, if I were to have my son playing at a a club, I'd want Pep because like he just teaches a player everything. And if you've seen like all the interviews with like a lot of players, I know Ibra doesn't like him, but and if you ask him like any other player like De Bruyne. They just have so much respect for Pep because he's just a brilliant mind, football, but football mind.
0: here's where I come in. You have to start to think about players like Mane and Van Dijk, even Salah, you know, uh, players yeah. like Henderson, you know, Robertson, Trent. Yeah, you have to start to think about these players. They, they were basically, I don't want to say nobodies, but they were not the world's best when they first came into the club. You know, as Klopp signed Firmino, I can't believe I missed Firmino. I'm an idiot. But you look at these players and they were literally nothing. Firmino, Hoffenheim, Mane, Southampton, Van Dijk, Southampton. You know, uh, Henderson was, you know, a role-playing center midfielder in 2013. And they've all grown into, out out of the team of the year this year from UEFA, we had five out of 11, I believe, in that team. And I don't think that's biased just because, you know, we won the champions league and stuff like that. Like you look at those players, like best goalkeeper in the world. Like what's the answer to that question? Like it's either him or Trusagan or Ederson. but I think you got to give Allison the benefit of the doubt, you know, like a lot of people can agree that he's the best goalkeeper on the planet. You can agree that Van Dyke is the best center back on the planet. Maybe later we can have the debate or we can talk about Sergio Ramos and whether he's, you know, I have some thoughts about him and, him as a center back, you know, Mane was nowhere close to this at the, like at Southampton. Salah was averaging like eight and eight for Roma. And then the first season at Liverpool, he breaks the goal scoring record in a season. So it's just stuff like that. Like, obviously it's up to personal performance, but it's also up to, you know, the humility that Klopp brings to the club. Obviously I think Pep still has the upper hand in this debate, but, um, you know, and I'm a little, bi- I'm obviously very biased, or we both could be a little biased in this argument, but, you know, I think give it a couple of years because I think we're kind of looking at a bit of a dynasty here. I know it's very early. It's very early, but we're runaway Premier League champions coming off of a season where we finished a point behind in the competition, but also won the Champions League as well. So, you know, I think. Yeah, I
1: see that. I mean, but yeah. the thing is, look at it in like Man City's perspective, like what, a think year or, like again. two a year ago? Like, right. You, they they were thinking the same exact thing that you're saying right now, but, like, what happened this season? Right. But, I mean, we don't know because the season was cut short, but...
0: I mean... I mean...
1: <laughs> I well, mean... We, we no, had, so the, the, uh, the Prem the was, like, that was case closed. That was going to be... Oh, for-
0: right, but Champions League, you could you could say that City were favorites at the point that it stopped. You know, yeah. I, I had good money on them. You know, they didn't look good in the first half of... The first leg of madrid but um oh but that but then that, they, came, that, they you know, just
1: came back from that they came that. back
0: right you know but you also start to think about you know did Cl- did pep buy the team you know he's you know he's always really had he's had a, he's always had all-star
1: you know world-class superpowers with him you know i mean i say if if, if he has the funds for it, then why not right like, it's right. Like, but then you start to see
0: but then you start to think is it Pep or is it the players cuz you know Klopp built Dortmund from the bottom and he also built Liverpool from basically the bottom. But you know I mean, we we went from the slip year to you know everybody leaving at that point and then Klopp I I I will give Brendan Rodgers the credit, Brendan or uh, Firmino was his signing, but Klopp kind of built it up from the ground, you know, from Balotelli's and Benteke's, you know, and Glenn Johnson's to you know world class players. Yeah, hey, you know, so it's a hey. really
1: tough debate. But Balotelli was at Man City too. Don't don't. But in his prime. In his prime, <laughs> dude. Prime. Did you see that back heel he tried summer league? No. Uh, that I mean, it was a long time ago. So
0: yeah. Oh, I do remember that. I yeah, and he, that. and he got subbed <laughs> off. He got subbed <laughs> off right away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was a confident. He was a confident player at the time. You know, that was, like, around the time where he was just giving out money to people on the street. You're right. Yeah. I remember something like that. Um, but the debate, it's its going to be going on forever. I think, you know, personally, I think for Liverpool, he's going to be up there with the Bob Paisleys and the Bill Shankleys. He's, you know, if there was a Mount Rushmore of Liverpool managers, he's going to be on it soon. Oh,
1: for sure. For, for sure.
0: sure. You know, I think, fact-
1: I think in, like, world football, not just Liverpool. Right. Because that's a good well, question I mean, his profile too, because back in Dortmund like he he made a legacy for himself there too, and right. he has a lot of respect for fans, and like me, not even being a Liverpool fan, like I respect him so much
0: and there's also that factor where throughout most of his career, you know the whole he lost eight finals in a row or something like that, you know that that whether like he's such a humble guy. To be able to just come back from that and just kind of ignore those kind of...
1: the Cinderella story. Everyone right, loves it.
0: Right, right, yeah. But, I mean, he had a outstanding team. I wouldn't call it Cinderella. I just think he, yeah, kind yeah. Of, he kind of responds to the backlash by coming to this club and kind of transforming it, you know, from the bottom. And then he, like, shows everybody and proves them wrong. Like, he had to go through finals, like, losses to get there. But, you know, yeah. Europa League and, you know, Capital One Cup back in... 2016 or 2015 you know but he finally is a winner you know and I can I can say they they were Premier League champions like it just you know when you have people like Ilkay Gundogan saying like give them the title you kind of know that they, they were prioritizing you know Champions League football at the time and it was kind of it was kind of done and dusted you know, they, yeah. were in, they were in second place by 25 points with a game in hand.
1: <laughs> that's ridiculous. Or
0: with a game, with a game um, in front of City. But, like, that's just, you know, we'll talk about that in a minute because you're a guest. And although I talked about it on the last episode, I'd love to have your opinion about what should be done, you know, in terms of the rest of the season. But I think it was basically all done, you know.
1: Mm.
0: It's just unlucky that this happened when it did. Not just from a footballing perspective, but, you know, a world perspective, because mm-hmm. the world's kind of in flames right now. Um, but kind of moving on from that, you, sir, are a are you are a footballer at Washington Adventist University. And I'm very interested because I've always been because my cousin played for the girls team at Penn State. What is it like the life of a college footballer? I'm very interested
1: Hey, it's go hard, through, but that's, that's what we day, signed up for. <laughs> go through a day in the
0: life. You can skip your classes. Day in the <laughs>
1: life. All right, Nick skip classes. So I'd wake up 5 a.m., get ready, uh, get to practice. We'd warm up around the field, you know, do our regular things. And morning practices usually consisted of, uh, like, more running, te- like, technical drills. So we would do that, run like two, three miles depending on the day, different workouts, uh, doing a lot of technique drills, cones, basic work, and then we'd be done with that. I would take a shower, head to class, get you my said, day done with.
0: Pra- you said practices are how long?
1: Uh, an hour and a half, two hours. But some players would have to leave early because they had class classes. Classes, yeah, at yeah. 8 a.m. Yeah. So but I mean at the end of those practices we try to do like a little pickup up if we could. But you know how things go, players aren't there, we can't run it so we just have to cut practice. Right. But then like later in the day, that's when like practice we would do like scrimmaging. We worked on like uh s- set pieces and all that. So it's right. just like and it repeated day after day and it was it was rough because every player is looking to to get their minutes and
0: and all that and hard like, work and not yeah. getting, getting what you yeah. want is yeah, yeah. I thought I had it bad in high school when I wouldn't play and I'd be doing all this work in practice, but that seems rough. How's your playing mm-hmm. time?
1: It's uh, it's better than what I expected, but I mean, as me uh, in high school, I got a lot of minutes, but right coming to high, like college, like I didn't know what to expect because like I'm a freshman, so
0: and you're coming off of a brutal ankle injury so yeah
1: as they they know i broke my leg i was out for a while but i mean that was what two years ago yeah yeah you
0: recovered i mean i can't definitively say that you recovered because i don't know whether you did you may have sacrificed some (laughs) some time to
1: play i I wanted to get back quick (laughs)
0: yeah and you did but i don't know if it was you know in the time that it should i mean
1: but i did i did give results
0: <laughs> you, yeah you, yeah you scored a banger of a free kick in the, <laughs> the game that we lost but um dude i think about that a lot i miss it i miss it a yeah. lot yeah but um that was an outstanding time you know yeah. but now you're at a bigger level it kind of get i i kind of wonder like you do so much like does your passion for the game ever you know
1: slow down or ever <sighs> i mean we, uh, we all have those thoughts, we're just like, should I just quit, should I end it, but like, like, times, like, now, like, that, like, it's just, like, I can't even reach the soccer field, because, like, the other day, I went to, to practice, and the cops came, and they actually told me to, like, step off the field,
0: it's Wait, just, because, like, oh, I,
1: you're
0: out there
1: was, yeah, I, out in public, and it's just, like, I just want to play soccer, and, like, at, I'm just at home, chilling, and I just, all, like, looks, right. like there's
0: only so much you can do, it's like, yeah. me, it's like me with my writing, like, there's only so much you can do, and nothing's going on, and you like yeah. want to do what you want to do.
1: Because yeah. um, like, when I'm in season, it's so much soccer. It's soccer, soccer, but soccer, soccer, it, that you're just like, gone, I just want to be out of this. But like, when it's gone, like when the season was over, when we lost our, our, our game to qualify for nationals, it was just like, what's, what should I do now? It was like, I right. would just wake up and go to class, not even soccer practice.
0: Right. <laughs> I feel. I feel. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Oh, another thing. How? What? What's the deal with the free stuff? I know athletes get free stuff. You know, when you when you showed up when you showed up on the first for the first couple of days, I know my cousin who played at Penn State, as I said earlier, she would walk into this room and there would just be a bunch of like free gear and equipment and all this stuff, like yeah. all of all of the best new cleats and you know penn state just gear and everything that you can imagine was it like that there too
1: yeah it was but uh the girls got way more stuff and i'm so jealous what bigger bu- <laughs> bigger budget yeah because we they they uh gave out more scholarships on my team so, but uh, more money, yeah,
0: yeah. feel uh
1: uh-huh. yeah. but we still yeah, got we still got backpacks like you name it shirts whatever yeah but.
0: yeah Is a uh is- is Washington known as a soccer school?
1: Yeah. um, Actually, it's bigger on basketball. They're really good. Ah. They're, they're incredible. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like,
0: like tournament?
1: Yeah. they they, uh, I mean, their tournament was cut short due to corona, but they right. beat Ho- Howard, which is D1, and we're D2. And that was big for us and, like, momentum for them is, going uh, to a tournament.
0: Is soccer D1 at Washington?
1: D2. for soccer
0: for soccer it's you too yeah yeah it's unfortunate um what your choices could have been if you didn't get injured you're at, <laughs> yeah. you're, at you're at a uh, very high level, that level was. but i mean you have to i mean you have to start to think like you know you got to work with what you got you know you're in a great yeah. position you're in a great position right now and I mean, uh do you exactly already, do you know? yeah exactly do you know what the sky for you is what do you want in the future after after school
1: After school. Well, I'm studying right now to be... I'm doing kinesiology. I want to be do physical therapy. I work
0: work with players.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, for soccer, I mean, who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe try out for a couple teams because, you know, you hold yourself at your own estimate. And if you don't believe in yourself, then you won't get there. And I'm just going to give myself my best, like, shot, chance I can give myself. I mean,
0: people only believe that it's just some corny saying when you know people that are at a really high level of anything say that just like work hard and you'll achieve it you know but it's like it's true yeah you know i I think people don't understand it because they work maybe at 50 percent level for a short period of time at something and then they don't get results and then they kind of think okay well i worked reasonably hard on this and i didn't get my goals so then this whole you know all these lessons that these people have said are just lies, you know? Yeah. I think people have to, it kind of seems like people just need to work harder Mm -hmm. for stuff. And I might, I might sound like I'm generalizing, but, um, you know, I don't think I know, I know for me, like, I don't even, I don't really know like what it's like to work hard for something, you know, like, (sighs) like writing for my blog and doing the podcast is probably the hardest I've worked on anything. And I could probably do more, you know, and I, and I still don't know, you know, but for you, I know, the recovery process was probably extremely difficult, you know, mm. and you probably got to you kind of get in touch with what kind of character you actually are. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm glad things are going pretty well for you. You got three more years of playing, so who knows?
1: Yeah, I'm do. happy I got that freshman year out of the way because, I mean, I right. took that as like a learning experience.
0: Right, and now you can just grow as a player and hopefully, yeah. you know, get on the radar of some teams maybe. You got so much time left, who knows?
1: Yeah. Sure. Um,
0: but yeah, moving on into kind of just world football news. Um, I'm kind of going to be doing this every single episode just cause it's once a week, the episodes and, you know, although there's no football, you know, in play, which is very difficult, there's still things going on. Things are going on behind the doors in America, in, in like a, uh, you know, organiz- organizational sense, you know, things are coming out, you know, but to start, just kind of some big news, which I thought was a little controversial, and I don't really agree with it, but um, in the news, Bayern Munich players are supposed to go back to training on Monday, which is tomorrow as a recording, if, it, if, they're, if they're talking about this Monday, and I thought it was fake, but I'm seeing it everywhere, so um, what are your thoughts about that? Because I think that's just not a good idea at all
1: uh i don't know what the situation is in germany with the coronavirus but uh i think it's too early but i like the idea i but i just feel like they should just push it back but once this all gets better and i know it will i think that's a better idea to like start off with small groups and then build up after that
0: yeah that's kind of what i was thinking too it's it's like you're in self-isolation with just your family and stuff, you know, and then I guess you start to move it to smaller groups. Like, yeah, I think it's kind of, it's very early, but, you know, that's all that you can start with. You just keep yourself in si- self-isolation with, uh, in, like in your own house and then at the training ground. And you kind of, you kind of increase the locations as time goes on, as, as, as the situation gets better. So the fact that they have to be there every day and only there every single day, I guess is kind of the reasoning behind it and kind of their motivation, you know, because.
1: Yeah, and I bet they have like, they have people cleaning everything, and, like, right? Just being right. extra cautious.
0: No, I'm sure that, I'm sure that the training rounds are, are completely empty except for the coaching staff and the, the players, I would assume. Cause yeah. there's just like, there's so many ties to how somebody can get it. And I think they want, Only the necessary people there like if you're going there to train you only need the people to assign the training and to do the training so Mm. i think they only have they would only have players and physio there um but you know it's i think like i agree with the idea i just think it's extremely early you know and there's no telling like whether there's going to be way more cases or whether they're going to get away with doing something risky like this but um Yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, this only came out like what today or a couple days ago, and there's no telling the uh, excuse me, there's no telling the um, the results of it. Mm. So I just I thought that was really interesting, and um, yeah, you know, if any big footballers get the virus, I think they know why. So (laughs) that's just so risky to me. I don't I don't know why they would chance it. Who's
1: um, gotten coronavirus? That's like that plays soccer.
0: Um, the Arsenal center or uh, the Juventus center back, Rugani got it, yeah. Dibala yeah. got it.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I, with his girlfriend.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know anyone else. I know a lot of NBA players got it, but um, I'm not sure about. Oh, Mikel Arteta got it. Yeah, yeah I don't know a lot of other ones though, but it should be interesting. I mean. You'd think like Patrice Everett going around licking chickens and stuff, you know. He'd be, he he <laughs> he'd be he'd be getting it, but um, no, I haven't heard a lot of about this sport. A lot for others though,
1: you know. Oh, you know, Fellaini! Fellaini! Fellaini got it. <laughs> yeah, we lost. Dude, a good Dude,
0: he can make a, a mask out of his hair. I don't. Oh, he shaved it though.
1: Hudson Adoy.
0: Hudson Adoy got it. Do you search it out?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just searched it up. Blaze Matuidi. What? Oh, I heard that. Um, yeah,
0: wow. I think I think in Europe, I don't know what, where this is coming from, but I think it'll it's gonna go down quicker in Europe just because it was like especially in Italy because it, it started there first and it's only mm-hmm. I think gonna get better in these places. So no, it's just
1: for now in US, it's just gonna keep on yeah. going up. Until we reach yeah, the Platte, so, yeah, it's
0: really unfortunate. It hasn't, it you know it. They're uh, saying in the news that this week is probably going to be the peak of, you know, con- like um, people that have got contaminated and people that are going to die, which is really scary. But you know, I guess uh, trust the doctors.
1: Yeah. Let's stay. See, in, not, yeah, exactly. Stay, stay uh, indoors.
0: Stay indoors.
1: Social but, distance. Thing.
0: Listen, listen to my podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> for it
0: sure a, it was a great way to uh, reach out to the fandom you know for new content but moving on you know people speaking of self containment or uh, you know staying indoors that's not what one footballer did as he went out and Nick if you read up more on this right back for Manchester City Kyle Walker is in a current case um, which is very interesting you know he's facing uh investigation over a lockdown breach and it wasn't just a stay home like oh we saw you out in public so you're getting punished for this apparently had something to do with um nick you said quote-unquote sex party
1: two sex workers
0: sex workers Yep. right so basically he was at home he was really horny and then he called some people
1: I mean, I I just think it's irresponsible that he put it on like social media. I mean, he just he put it on easily. social media. I th- I think that's what I'm just reading from this article. A, a couple uh,
0: a couple of weeks ago on the episode, it's, I think it was last week, I talked about Jack really just leaving the house to get groceries or something, and <laughs> someone caught him, and then he had to apologize on on uh, you know
1: to the people of the world. For, I mean, he's getting groceries though. That's right, that's like right. That's
0: essential. And yeah. then you have people like Kyle Walker. You know, I'm yeah. not going to defend it on the podcast, but
1: we got Kyle Walker and then jo- uh, who was it? Jamal Murray in the NBA. Oh, right.
0: right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like,
1: it's it's the it's everyone's going crazy just being locked like inside.
0: Yeah, I can feel the same. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. At least I have school and online classes. But, yeah. you know, this is irresponsible. It keeps us behavior. Busy. You know even this article it talks about uh Jack realis started to think about these players they had such a free lifestyle other than football, you know do whatever they want, and you know now they're just going crazy like the rest of us you know it's interesting, but yeah, yeah that's just you know you're in a you're in the public eye, you know you can't be doing stuff like that yeah.
1: like that's what they signed up for they yeah were
0: yeah professional yeah. athlete, yeah probably have like highlights of that like, in school as an athlete you know you just you're limited to a lot of things you can't just for go sure. out just like go out partying because of you know the idea of being caught like you're just you're out and your career is probably over so um yeah. other than that we are going to oh yeah people just can't stay in their houses and jerome Boatang, i don't know the reasoning but he was fine for leaving munich and he just left the city altogether, maybe he just wanted to you know stroll about in France or something like that, but he just he was probably bored? That. yeah, he's probably bored, and he's used to just like you know doing interesting things like a uh, athlete or celebrity is all the time, but um, going got,
1: all around the world with right private jets,
0: right, yeah you know. Man, great segues. As I would talk about, as I would say in my last podcast, instead of you know trying to transition properly from topic to topic. Speaking of around the world, Champions League president, you know, is he's uh, going on and saying that it's probably Europa League and Champions League are probably going to be abandoned this season, which is really unfortunate because you know
1: it's just the right thing to do. Though.
0: It is. It's cautious. You know, like I talked about the other day on the podcast that the Premier League is thinking about doing. Uh, World Cup style isolation camps in June and July to finish their seasons, you know, yeah. um, there's no question about there's no speculation as to what F.A. is doing, you know, anything domestic. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the fact that the UEFA president is saying that um, it's- it, it would
1: just be unfair for the players because sitting all this time, like not being able to train and then like being sent away to like go just play.
0: I think it's I think it's different for the European cups just because not finishing that doesn't have as many consequences as not finishing a league campaign because there's yeah. so many things that go into, you know, like Premier League and Serie A and all stuff like that. There's like relegation and promotion, there's who makes Champions League and Europa. You know, it's it, it I, like there's contracts and stuff. You know, people people players that have contracts that are ending, you know, July 31st, which is, you know, the end of the season officially um you know they have to get paid or they have to figure out their contracts so for stuff like the league i think they have to actually solve that and find a way to finish it even if it means going into like even if it means you have to start the next season in like september or you know august which is like usual but um yeah it's unfortunate the corona had to happen but
1: it happened
0: Corona, you know, we had, I think it's a good test for world football and like what has to happen. And they're kind of testing organizations and, you know, obviously it's more than that. It's a virus, but um, and that should be solved first before anything sport, you know, related.
1: Yeah, I just don't think right now sports is like,
0: I agree, but like, well, I, I don't know what we'll know by June or July, which is plenty of time to do stuff before August, which is when everything starts basically. Yes. Yeah. So that should be interesting. But um, now I'm kind of going to give you a little bit of a questionnaire, and because you're an you're a uh, Barca fan, and you know a big fan of Messi, been for a long time, I'm kind of just going to ask you about some stuff like that. So I wrote down I wrote down what do Argentina need to do to start winning trophies, Nick Bonilla, The floor is yours.
1: That's that's. They've given me a lot of pain over the years because I'm a big Messi fan, and watching a lot of their games, they just they just have too much pride, and they just need to throw it out the window. Because Argentina has big stars, and they just when they play, it's just like they they walk, they don't like pa- pass and move. They just just like looks like they're not even playing for each other. Cause like at their clubs, I don't know. They just feel like they're they're. I uh... was my cuss. <laughs> <laughs> you, you
0: knew the rules and guidelines before you came in, and I respect you for following them. But <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I
1: mean, cause like we have players like DiBala playing uh, like Juventus, Iguain, uh, Messi, Aguero, all big names.
0: Maria, and, you know, yeah. and
1: Yeah, and it just doesn't look like they can, like, link together. They're just not gelling together. They just need to, I don't know, do t- some team bonding, go out, get some drinks, you know? Right. And just, like, work things out. Like, if,
0: if you could think of any national team that has the most chemistry, what would it be? Probably, like, France, chemistry, right?
1: Chemistry, France, for sure, for yeah. sure. You know, it's like,
0: like it seems like they're all together and they all hang out except for maybe Benzema and Giroud, but you
1: know. Yeah. It seems like they're all really I, together. I think it's just something bigger. It's it's like something and, deep down for and them. And I
0: think that's why they're World Cup champions and Euro 2016 finalists. You know, it seems like they're all together and when I see like photos and videos of them doing training, it kind of just seems like they're they're more they're than just all laughing. players. Right, they're all laughing yeah. and just hanging out. And it seems like that's somebody that's somebody that like you're close with their families. You know, it yeah. seems like it seems like they're godfathers of each other and of each other's kids and stuff like that. And, yeah, you know, I mean, it seems like a
1: closer bond. Uh, I know Maradona for the, for the and Aguero's. Yeah. Yeah. That story. But yeah. I mean, they they can't even link up on the field. Come on now. They should, right. that, they this should, should be playing easy at their within, birthday with, parties. Yeah. With an
0: attack like this, you have the best striker and arguably, you know, the 2000s in the Premier League and then arguably the best player in the world, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um it should be easy, right? Like yeah, it just it should be, be easy. easy. You know, and you're going against people like what was the match last or uh the year before the World Cup where Messi scored a hat trick to qualify them? Was it like Ecuador? It
1: was I it was it was like Ecuador. Like they, venezuela they went They went down one nil yeah. in
0: like the yeah, they went down like it one was, nil in like the fifth minute, and then yeah. Messi scored a hat trick in the second he, half.
1: And they were like bangers. Yeah, they I, were all really that. nice goals. He just yeah. And that's what I'm scared about for Barcelona because I feel like they're getting that same attitude. That's, like,
0: that's the next question.
1: Attitude as what do,
0: now I guess the, the question's rephrased. If you feel that way, what do Barcelona need to do not only to win the Champions League but to start winning trophies again in general?
1: Forget the fact that they have Messi because he's getting old and they need to start looking at plan B. I hate to say it, but like... He's it's, I don't want to say he's not the same messy, but like they can't okay. be so dependent on one player.
0: My theory ever since he went blonde and started growing his beard, he started declining.
1: Like, he hasn't been the same since
0: 2015. Like, I mean,
1: not at all. It's just different, this, yeah. it's a different type of player. It's, right. it's because he was younger, one, obviously. I
0: think he's the one that's adapting to his abilities. Yeah, and like, he's still obviously amazing, but he's he's doing what he can now. Like, he's obviously he's not as fast. He's not going to dribble past many people. He's doing that. He's doing that clipped over the top through ball to the left back that we always see into the box. You know.
1: Yeah, and I just feel like he needs more support from the like, teammates because if he doesn't show up, then who's going to show up? And that's why I think we need to right. make moves, a lot of transfer.
0: And I I get the connection between Argentina and you know, and Messi's Barcelona is that like, you know, you show up to a Barca game as one of the other 10 players and you think you know, this is going to be easy. We got the best
1: player of all time, arguably. and They they need a lot of ambitious players.
0: Right. They need a lot of people that are well, also you think, you know, because I think Real Madrid and Barcelona are always going to be the pinnacle of what a player is you know, in their career yeah. and like, they're like, I, I talked about this, whether like Salah, if he gets an offer from Barcelona or Real Madrid, like he's going to like 70% of me thinks he'll take it, you know, just because no matter Why how not? they're, yeah. no matter, <laughs> yeah, no matter, like it's same thing with Manchester United, like same thing, no matter how they're performing, you want to be wearing that shirt. Yeah. You know, as a kid, like you want to be wearing that shirt. Well I know All man, right, man look at this like look at man you man you are not right. that good right now and you have yeah. people like Jack Grealish and James Madison that are wanting to like linked with them over other clubs, you know, like yeah. why aren't Liverpool high on that list right now? You know? But yeah. that's what yeah, it's the same look thing. Look
1: at this. Hazard, what like what is he doing what what has he done this season? I mean he, I know he got injured, but like right. statistically he didn't he wasn't there for Real Madrid. He wasn't really right. putting up numbers doing much. And it to just be like, fair,
0: it's his first season, he's got to like, he, yeah. was at, he was at the same club for, like, almost 10 years, I think, if, correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. but it's, like, it takes a long time to get, it takes a little bit of time it's, to get right, into that new quality. system.
1: It's, he's I, playing with quality.
0: Right. Top of the top. But the, I think the That's Premier it. League and La Liga are, are different play styles, he has a lot to adapt yeah. to. I'm not defending yeah. him, like, yeah, obviously his stats are not good this year, and, you know, he's get people are going to notice, and they're going to criticize, but, you know, I get it. Like people are gonna want to go there and you still you still have to wanna play.
1: You know? Yeah. And he's not
0: I don't even think he's his, a star his at Madrid job's not right done. now. His job's not done.
1: Because he grinded to get to Real Madrid, but he has to he has to keep on doing it now.
0: I mean, I think he would have stayed at Chelsea his whole career if they stayed at that level, but they were at Europa League level and I think he thought they were gonna stay there for a while, so he kinda just he moved along.
1: Um yeah.
0: but what I was saying about um You know, the Argentina-Messi connection and the Barca connection is... I think if players transfer to Barcelona, they're going to think that... They're going to show up and say, this is the dream. I don't have to do anything else because I've worked hard for this peak. And now there's nothing more to do. You know? Mm -hmm. Obviously, like, like, they need to find their Iniesta and their Xavi and their Messi again. And not for the fact that Messi is, like, one of the greatest players to ever play the game... But the fact that they have that or the PKs or the Puyols, they need to find the people that have that Barcelona blood in them, you know, because it used to be it seems like just a club full of superstars now. And now and before it was kind of just these are the Spanish captains,
1: you know? Yeah, I see that.
0: The Catalan Kings, as they used to be called. Don't hear that a lot anymore. You know, your David Villas and Uniestas, all those type of players, they need to find them again, you know?
1: I mean, that's what IX is for. <laughs>
0: that's what IX is for, I guess. But I think you need to go Spanish bread.
1: I think yeah, you need to, you need to find sure. somebody
0: through the academy. You know, like, this was probably what everyone thought Munir, Munir was going to be a while ago, but that didn't work out.
1: Uh, Chavi mean? Chav- Chav- Simons, but he betrayed us.
0: Right, right. Um, but yeah, so that kind of takes us into... You know Suarez is like his. He's in his thirties. Messi's in his thirties, but there's somebody who isn't in their thirties that could maybe help. You know, short term. You know, I did not know that Neymar was 28, but I want to, and that's I way older than I thought he was. You know, so Time I, flies. I, There was, there's, yeah, right. There's, there was speculation about a complete swap between Atletico Madrid or, sorry, between PSG and Barcelona for a Neymar Griezmann swap. Now, that is just preposterous to me.
1: That'd be amazing. I,
0: that would be amazing for Barca fans, but I don't know like why they are think Griezmann I think is heavily overrated.
1: I know, like, I player. have the same idea. Like I Griezmann is overrated. And Neymar sure.
0: Neymar is just not at all. Like we know how fantastic he is.
1: Um, yeah. He just straight, gets a lot of hate. He gets but... a lot.
0: Of, right. I don't I don't respect how you know his character on the pitch, but I do respect his he's skill just a like, great player. amount. He has so much skill, and um there's a lot that I respect about him. I just you know? feel
1: like Griezmann is just—he's just too inconsistent. There's, he yeah, shows there's up no some way. games, he, he doesn't he's... work
0: in the system either. Yes, yeah. you know, and no. and if Neymar's in that side, you just reconnected arguably the greatest front three of all time. Front three.
1: Yeah, but I I just don't feel I feel like the values you have are have just to get too, another striker, right? Just, so you yeah. have to
0: add something else in. The margin of value between the two is just too high, and I don't think a straight swap is going to work because they're about the same age, and one's clearly at a different level in their career. That's than the why other. they're going
1: to add thirty million.
0: I saw that too. I saw that too. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I also saw. Uh, Speaking of like swap deals, I saw a Pogba Juventus offer. It was like Aaron Ramsey is going to be in the mix now, so he might go back to the Prem. Um, Pogba Juventus is my favorite Pogba. You know
1: that that would be amazing.
0: You know when he was number ten, and him and Dybala. You know I think the reason why Pogba left Ronaldo, and and Ronaldo when the reason why Pogba like the reason why Dybala I think lost all of his he was he was supposed to be like the next Messi, you know, and like he kind of lost fire when. Ronaldo came in and Pogba left, you know, him and Pogba were one of the greatest dynamic duos of that season, you know, and it's really unfortunate to see that. Cause I loved watching him play when I could, when the chances I could watch him, but he's, you know, and he had to kind of settle last transfer window for almost joining Spurs. I'm not saying unfortunate, but I'm saying like that level of, you know, caliber of team, like, I get it seems ironic because they went to the Champions League final last year but um there was a lot of luck I think that went into their campaign in the Champions League and people can say there was a lot of luck with Liverpool too but in my opinion I think the Barcelona comeback had nothing to do with luck because you look at the players out there and we we kind of just worked for that win and I think we deserved that you know and in, in terms of greatest European nights in Liverpool history, I do rank the, the uh, Milan final over them just because that was all wow. luck. That was all luck. You know, we earned this <laughs> one. We earned this one. You know, and I think in terms of European nights, you think of, like, dreams and stuff. You know, it's not a dream if it's reality. And I think I think you see the Milan win in dreams. You don't see the... You put pl- that
1: over the, the comeback 6-1 PSG?
0: No, no, I'm saying Liverpool, just Liverpool. Uh, but I, I think it is six-one PSG. Which that, which Bleacher Report actually streamed yesterday, the whole match, and <laughs> I love, I give full marks to them for doing that because I love how they're doing that. I hope they do. Yeah. Uh, I hope they do three-nil um, at home, Barcelona, Bayern, when Messi just put Boateng on his back end, and oh, you know what I'm talking about.
1: I, I remember that day.
0: He scored the brace. I've- Messi scored the brace and Neymar scored the uh, the final one, but that was one of Messi's best games in my opinion.
1: You know, he just kind
0: of he just kind of showed year
1: was amazing.
0: Yeah, that was the, the treble. Treble. He just kind of showed why he was the best in the world at the time. You know, yeah. it was it was fantastic. But um, yeah, I don't think that the Neymar Griezmann trade is fair at all. I don't know why. Who sent the trade out? Was that a reply from PSG or was that a Barca offer?
1: I have no clue. I, I I just saw that it was a rumor.
0: Yeah, that'd be ridiculous. I mean, they they have to jump on that if it was given to them, but I don't think PSG mm. for the money that they. I paid mean, last Neymar, season,
1: how I mean, rumors did we hear about that trade happening or like Neymar coming back?
0: A lot. Brilliant. But now, but now, Messi's kind of made it evident in the you know in the press. Or people have made it. Barcelona people have made it public in the press that they want Neymar back. You know whether yeah, whether sure. mess whether Messi hasn't said it directly, like he's made hints like, oh, playing with him again would be a dream
1: and stuff like that. You know, yeah. <clears throat> and Neymar has made hints too, and at the beginning of the season, that's why all the PSG hate PSG hated,
0: him. yeah, they hated him,
1: and he had to literally earn their love back. Right. That, I think that I have so much respect for Neymar because
0: yeah, that's that's he a big one. His career. He to game winners for them. Right. That's a that's a point yet. that's that's a thing he hasn't had to do in his career yet. He's, well,
1: always, he he's always been the mo-
0: he's always been the most loved at his club or the most loved for his country, and that's you know, a big that's a big character builder. And um, uh, speaking of PSG, what do you do you think? When do you think Mbappe is going to move? Do you think he's going to move? Do you think he's going to move at all? Where do you what do you think? What do you think the future for Mbappe looks like?
1: I give it if Neymar leaves I'll give it another year he stays at PSG and then I hate to say it but he'll move to Real Madrid you think or so? yeah, yeah there or I could see I could see a Liverpool move
0: I don't know like thing is I I deep in my mind like statistically Mo is the best out of our front 3 you know like mm-hmm. You saw the numbers earlier this year that behind Messi, he has the most combined goals and assists in Europe, which is a stat that probably nobody on the planet knew was real. You know, until they saw it. I know you didn't. I know nobody thought that was real. I didn't even think that was real until I saw it. Um, yeah. Yeah, like you don't. You just kind of. I think the the parts of him that people see are the missed dribbles. You know, the one on the attempted one on ones that just. Get stopped by the defender easily, like the missed shots, you right. know. And
1: well, for me, I mean, it's just
0: gonna,
1: yeah. What were you gonna say? Oh, I, I think it's just gonna like make for more competition in the team, and like it's just gonna, right? You know, right, they're gonna be fighting for their position because that's what Liverpool is now. A lot of players don't get playtime, like uh, who uh, Kieta. Yeah, I remember he he did, yeah, he doesn't even start, yeah, but to, I, to he fair, could get yeah. in a game for yeah. a goal. Because yeah. play time for them is just, like, if yeah. you give me this, like, play time, I'm going to take it.
0: In terms of Naby Keita, though, he's at a very – he hasn't had the best time at the club. You know, he hasn't performed the greatest. Uh, yeah, he gets in and scores the goal when he comes on. But, you know, in terms – whenever he, like, has consistent starts, he does not perform. You know, and mm-hmm. I, think his t- I think his time is, is coming to an end, unfortunately. You know, Klopp's had very few flops, but I think for the number that we – we paid for for Keta. It's how much was it? Like eighty. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It, um, we bought him. We bought him like a season in advance. Remember, we like bought him in the middle of one season, and then we got him in the summer. So, yeah, I think he. I, I don't like to use the word flop, but he's uh, significantly underperformed. And um, yeah. you know, And the thing about Mo is that. Here's why I think that the Mbappe move isn't the worst one because there's so many there's not a there's like a decent amount of players that can provide the same things that Mo has been doing mm-hmm. but like but has more skill and I think that's what Mbappe have he has he has a bigger shelf life than Mo at the moment. You know, he has the same if not more skill, most like pretty much more skill. And he's looking he's got to look for a move at some point cuz I I can't even imagine that the French league is can be exciting for a long period of time. Yeah. You know, like it's only so much winning you can do before you just get bored. And, you know, at least that's just me. But um, yeah, you know, if he moves, to, Lider- if he moves to Liverpool. Yeah. yeah,
1: jerseys are sick, though. I'd, I, I'd yeah, want rock guess, one of those.
0: <laughs> but guess who's also moving to Nike next year?
1: Liverpool.
0: Liverpool Football Club. So that's- here's what I can see Mo moving to Madrid or Barca. You know, and then I can see us bringing somebody like Mbappe in. Mbappe is not a Klopp signing. You know, a Klopp signing like is like Semo. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not at all. Like he's somebody to bring in, like Dennis Zachariah from Munchen Gladbach, or I, yeah, or
1: like Hal- Halad. Like,
0: I mean, not really Halan. I, I I think I mean Holland. I, I think he's a little bit overrated right now. Like, yeah, yes, he's, like,
1: he's shown so much sport. skill,
0: but he like buy he would buy like underrated people like. I don't know Thorgan Hazard in this prime or something yeah. like you know or like uh like Patrick Herrmann and then he'd like develop him into like one of the best wingers on the planet. You know, but I think you know Fabinho and Allison they were all players that were kind of at that high level when we bought them. So, it should be interesting what era of Liverpool we're in right now in terms of, you know, who we're buying. If like cuz You know, let's be let's be real. Like we don't buy a lot of big name players, like United or, like City. You know, we're the development type team. But there's just no telling what the next years for Liverpool are going to look like, just because we're at that top level. And I think we're at the level where we're not we can't develop anymore. We have to start buying players that can significantly change the team now. You know, especially this summer. You know, I have I have people like, um, I mean, there's not a lot of people that can really change overall like without spending millions hundreds of millions of dollars that can really change the squad like the starting eleven that much but you know I've heard stuff about Jaden Sancho you know I think it's oh. you have to start you start you have to start like you know he's been everywhere. You have to start planning in terms of like depth and stuff and you know it's it should be interesting what they do. But um yeah man it really should be interesting what happens in the future in terms of everything. But for now I think we're going to stop it there. If you guys have gotten this far, I extremely appreciate it. And um, I'm still doing loads of writing. And I have an article coming out in the next couple days. But, um, yeah, make sure to follow the Spotify page and check out my website, topflightfootball.net. Again, I appreciate all the support. I'm working really hard. And anything counts. So with that, I'll say peace out. Nick, give everyone a peace out before you leave. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, no, thanks for coming. Appreciate that. It's really hard to get guests. But um, with that said, we'll see y'all later.
1: Peace.